Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. And tonight, we're going to be smoking another selection from the October My Monthly Cigars box. Tonight, we have the... uh, what is this thing? It's the Padilla. It's a cigar. It's a cigar. It's the Padilla Hybrid. We're having technical issues here, folks. Yeah, we're rattled. Um, it's it's pissing me right off. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's the Padilla Hybrid. It's a six by fifty Toro, featuring a sun grown Connecticut wrapper, a non existent or unknown binder, and filler made up of uh, tobacco from Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic, and Peru. It is a mild to medium cigar, and the hybrid. Okay, the hybrid, the wrapper is a sun-grown Connecticut hybrid that grows in Honduras. Okay, so. a, by reading the band, I'm led to believe it is indeed a handmade cigar. <laughs> it, it it is <laughs> from the uh, Fabrica de Tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get mine out of the cellophane. Gotta love that show prep from Gator there. Anyway, got it. Quick release on the cellophane. It wasn't really in there. There you go. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say... You shouldn't do that because those limbs aren't that strong. You're an asshole. <laughs> I'm sitting, I watched you try to do a sit-up tonight. I am sitting precariously in a broken chair. Yeah. And so if... Nothing I, good's coming. So if like halfway through the episode you hear me just like... Hit the ground. Hit the ground and struggle real hard... It's because I broke this lawn chair, like, to the point of not being able to sit in it anymore. Yeah. Broccoli Rob knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he used the <laughs> chair. <laughs> you're, you're testing the structural integrity of a broken chair. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. No. I don't know how it broke. Was that the one that I showed you? No, that's the other one. <laughs> How many broken chairs do you have? Two now. Okay. I didn't know about the other one. Yeah, the other, the other one the was other a manufacturer. That's a manufacturer problem. Yeah. I bought that chair. That was that's been used one time, and the fabric on it is splitting and everything. Yeah. And in all fairness, I did buy the big guy chair. Yeah. It's, so it should it's have supposed to be weight tested up to five hundred pounds, which I'm nowhere near. For the record, nowhere near. You got a scale? Yes, I do, and I'm nowhere near it. We should you. go weigh in. No, I don't think that. Let everybody know where I'm we're nowhere at. near it, but I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, we're closing in on my thousand pound so, life. Oh my. No, we're not. <laughs> Between the two of us. No, we're not. Oh, I'm 320. We're not. Okay. We're pretty far from it still. Okay, good. We're, I mean, now let's be real. If, like, we get one more really big dude with us. Yeah. Like, really big dude. Yeah. We're over. We're pushing it. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Like, if Teddy were to show up here, well... Teddy lost oh, a lot Teddy of weight. Teddy lost a bunch of weight. So did Al. But Teddy's a big dude. Yeah, I know, right? Everybody but us. All our buddies are losing weight, and then there's us. I know. Yeah. Sucks. Anyway, uh, I'm thinking this uh, cigar is going to be totally a Jeff cigar. I can't wait. There's just something about it that just screams, this is a Jeff cigar. Okay, then. I don't know. Maybe it's that sun-grown Connecticut wrapper. Maybe. Probably. There you go. Anyway, well, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. 
Been hanging out over at Rivermen, checking out all the stuff coming into the humidor. Got some great cigars. He's been getting shipments daily. He has. It's been lots of goodies rolling through the door over there. So you never know what you're going to get over there. You do not. You don't. No. You just don't. No. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a good time to chill out underneath the covered 1,500-square-foot uh, covered patio there. Um, it's been really nice. And when I was there the loose. other day, I was in the lounge, and it was comfy. Oh, the lounge is comfy. Yes. but Big uh, chairs. But it's been some really nice cigar weather yeah. in St. Louis today, or recently. Today is also very nice. However, I do think it's going to start chilling down We got quite a, a really pretty full moon tonight as we record. Actually, I'm pretty sure tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday night. I'm pretty sure tomorrow it's going to get all kinds of chilly up It's going to drop. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because he's got a lounge. You can sit inside if you want. Darn right. It all works out. So, guys, if you're in the St. Louis area, get on over to Riverman Cigar Company. Say hi to Dan, Miss Cindy, Little John, Jane, all the rest. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, but you still want to support a brick and mortar. And you don't don't have one of your own. This is true. He does mail order. So you can call him right up and you can tell him, hey, I need these cigars. And they can get a box sent to you right away. So that's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and... Cut the cigar. Darn right. So I'm going to give this guy a V-cut. Now see, normally, Jeff, oh, damn it. I just dropped that particulate all over my bag there. I forgot <laughs> to put my bag right there. <laughs> normally, Jeffrey, I would be concerned having a uh, Connecticut cigar. Why is that? This late in the day for me. Because I would have already had multiple other cigars. And I would just be like, oh, this is going to be like smoke and air. However, 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 and there's always a however in life. I've been busy today. I stole and that so, from Frank Opinion. Because I've been busy today, yeah. I've only managed to have one cigar. I've had three. And that one cigar happened to be the first one that I had today. Earlier, like way earlier in the day. Yeah. That, that made no sense, but whatever. No, we'll, none at all. We'll I didn't move, follow that one we'll bit. On. The point is. <laughs> no one else did either. I only had one cigar today. Okay. And it was a Perdomo Habano Connecticut. Oh, okay. So I've only had a Connecticut. So you haven't blown. I've had three Connecticut. I've had one cigar, and it was a Connecticut. Yep. So I feel like I'm still in the Connecticut zone. Okay. To be able to smoke this and get something. I want to point out I brought my own lighter tonight. You did. I did. It looks a lot like one that I had, and I thought you stole it from me. Nope. But you didn't. Nope. I got this over you at Dan's. You stole it from Dan. That's right. <laughs> got this over at Dan's. You did not actually steal that from Dan, for the record. No, I wouldn't steal a lighter from I want from everybody shop. to know that you're not stealing from no, Dan. No, 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 no. I mean, you know. No. Yeah. Although, if you're there and you need a lighter, they've he's got, got plenty. plenty. Plenty to share. He's got the Vertigos. Yeah, he does. He's got the Vertigo Cyclones, which, for my money, the Vertigo Cyclone is the best lighter. It's the, the way to go. I mean, dude, for 10 bucks, this thing's a workhorse. Yep. And it's got big-ass tank, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, it's a good lighter. And yes. no, we do not have a Vertigo sponsorship. But we'd like to. We'd really like a Vertigo yeah. sponsorship. So, Vertigo, if you want us to talk about your big-ass tank. Reach on out. We'll talk about your big-ass tank. Oh, yes, we will. <laughs> In great detail. All right. So, cold draw time on the Padilla Hybrid. Let's uh, see what we get there. Jeff is filleting his cigar gently, cupping the bowls. Cigar <laughs> <laughs> has. Ow! Oh my God. Ow. You just hurt yourself yes, with your own chair, didn't you? I did. I swung my 
That was instant karma for you picking on me. I swung my foot back, and the heel of my foot, the back of my heel, hit the rail of the chair. Ow, that hurt really bad. Okay, what do you get? I don't know. I haven't done it. I've been talking through yours so that, you know, there would be no break in the conversation. So, you know. As you sit there silent. (laughs) God damn you. Persimmons. Hmm. Kind of bittery. I don't know. Bittery sweetness. You're not getting the fruit? I'm getting persimmons. I don't I can't say fruit. Like a bittery sweetness. It's really strong on the uh, cold retro. I don't know. I mean, I only had persimmons at once, and I don't want to eat your dirty road fruit, so I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> it's getting persimmon season. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, I'm lighting this thing up. Cause yeah, the minute we get a good hard frost, it'll be time to start picking. Oh, great. You'll see me in park other along. Words, he'll be driving along and just stop in the middle of the road, run out. Hey, when you see a persimmon tree, you pick the persimmons. God damn it. It's windy. Windy AF. Yeah, I was having trouble lighting as well. I was a, I cannot light at a... Uh, <laughs> exact... You want me to turn your lighter up for you? No, it's it's pretty high already. I just learned something today. What's that? I immediately called Nick. Immediately <laughs> called Nick. Yeah. And said, did you know this? And he said, everyone knows this. We've known it for 40. No. Oh, my God. Has it been 40 years? It's been like 40. When did that come out? Like 78? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably been something like 40 plus years, yes. Halloween, right? Yes. The Halloween, like, fright movies. Turn your phone off, you savage. (laughs) We're recording. The Halloween. (coughs) Pardon me. God damn it. Some kind of professional you are having your fucking phone on while we're recording. Oh, buck up, little camper. Swear to God. Why don't you just take a phone call right now? Oh, wait, you've done that on the show. I have done that on the show. Okay. I was today years old. Today years old. When I learned that the Mike Myers, like the mask that he wears, yeah. is William Shatner's face. That's disappointing. Because like I said, everybody's known that. I, I had no earthly idea. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. This and, is a good time that if I would have had my soundboard, I could have been playing Rocket Man. It's true. Unfortunately, I've been having the technical issues <laughs> exactly. that you were referring to, and so, well, not a mm-hmm. big, that's not happening right this instant. I am restarting my phone, hopefully, maybe, ah. maybe that'll, you know, so, maybe yeah. ghost in the machine there, got to clear that out. What I saw was a thing that popped up on the <clears throat> socials, and it had a picture of Shatner, a picture of the mashup with the mask and Shatner, mm-hmm. and then Mike Myers in the mask. Yes. I had no idea. Zero, none. That 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 was a William Shatner I'm fifty two years old, and I didn't know that. Well, now you know why. A little. <laughs> I was going to make a joke. I'm going to let it go. Probably no. best, even though I don't know what it was. You should probably figure it out. I was going to. Yeah, it's probably for the best. I'm so lost. No, this is. It's an area where you and I have discussed before that we probably should not go, as it relates to Mister Shatner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a rocket man. 
Hey, guess what's back, at least oh temporarily. My God. Let's anyway. see if it stays that way. Yeah, really. But for right now, all the listeners are like, damn, back. damn, why'd the phone re- reset work? Ha <laughs> Cleared that out. Got some Rocket Man. Better late than never. Anyway. Yeah, I had no earthly idea. Okay. So it was just one of those aha moments for me. Well, that's uh, it's interesting. What are you getting on your cigar? Cigar. I, uh, Let me do a. I want to say you, you. This is definitely. This is going to be one I'm going to let you take the lead on, because this is a you cigar here. Well, there's gonna, a little, just a little blast of pepper on the retro. Doesn't linger. Yeah, just a little one. Yeah. Just, Why is it when I'm doing something, you just sit there in silence, but when you're doing something, I try to fill in the conversation so that you know. I like awkward. God, I just don't like the silence, Jeff. <laughs> And if you had you make so much work for me, if you had never pointed that out, it wouldn't be a thing. But now I know it bothers you, so I just you make so much work for me. (laughs) Because I mean, it's all you, and you don't even realize how long the silence goes. Sometimes you should just leave it in. Everybody'd like to experience it. No, I don't think anybody would like. It's their moment of zen. No, no, you're not getting a moment of zen from this show. Anyway, um, yeah, no, it's it's an all right cigar. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of windy back here tonight. The smoke is not lingering. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. It definitely is a me cigar. It's not bad. I mean, it's uh, I'm having to smoke it a little slow, too. Have you noticed? I mean, it, I'm getting like runs. Dude, impeccable burn line over here. I'm getting little runs. You know, you got to slow down. I that's just what I said. Got to learn that. You did you learned that for me last episode. <laughs> anyway, the point is is that with it being in Connecticut, I got to slow it down a little bit. It's fragile. So I got to Nick's, and I we're going to record. And he's watching Cheers. Yeah. So we had to finish his Cheers episode. I like Cheers. And What's then wrong he, with that? And then he had to take a personal moment. I had to take a shit. <sighs> I was going to be polite about it. <laughs> really? Of all the topics on this show to be polite True. about? Anyway. So I started watching Breaking Bad. Well, then we got into the episode and watched like an episode to have a Breaking Bad. So we're starting an I hour asleep. and a half. I fell asleep at You one did. Point. You were sawing logs. Yeah, I'm sure. It was a long day of delivery today, dude. Yeah. A lot of driving. Yeah. I know. Wednesdays are the day for us. Yeah. And it was one of those things. I, yeah, no, I fell asleep. But yeah, I was watching the last. Uh, <laughs> I kicked it on, and Nick Nick said he hasn't watched it. I haven't watched that since originally. Okay. Now, okay, let me ask. When it started, it started at season five, episode nine, and that's just I started where it I was. I wonder if that's the the first episode of the second part of season five. Because remember, season five was split A into splitsies, two. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's the start of the second part because. When I watched it originally, I watched it on Netflix all the way up to what they had. And then they didn't have because it was. Oh, so you watched it live. So then I I had to switch to AMC. Yep. I had to catch up on like two or three episodes and then I had to watch it live the last couple of episodes. I bet that's it. So I bet that's why it started you there is because that realistically is where I ended on Netflix at the time. Interesting. So, but yeah, I just kicked it, it on. It was, some, it was something to do and something loud enough I couldn't hear you in the bathroom. Okay. That was my main goal. It was a pretty quick. I mean, you know, I had to sit there for a minute to make sure I was clean, but, oh, you know, it was, uh, 
It was pretty efficient. Why are you talking about I was going to give you a pass. <laughs> <laughs> really? You were going to give me a pass. I wanted to be polite. Okay. Okay. You were just indisposed for a moment. Mm-hmm. I also broke into your Halloween candy. You did. You are stealing from the children of I my am. neighborhood. I am. I don't even know. Like any you. kids are coming to your house. Why wouldn't they? I mean, come on. I'll have my porch light on. You know what you should do? What? You should set up. I bought a lot of candy for the kids, dude. You did, and I appreciate it. <laughs> so, well, I saw that bag of the caramel ones, and I was like, "Well, I gotta get." Those. Oh, I tore it. I tore that bag open. <laughs> I know that was the one bag that wasn't open yet. Yes, and you went right for I it, did, man. I'm like, damn it! I was like a moth to a flame. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, caramel, caramel <laughs> Milky Way." A lot of caramels going on there. Um, no, set up a display in your front yard, like with some hay bales, and like a uh, scarecrow. Or a skeleton man or whatever you uh-huh. want on the hay bale. And then the night of Halloween, like when the kids are going to trick or treat here in town, you just take it away quietly when no one's looking and you set yourself up in there. And that nice. way you can jump up and scare the kids. I just thought I would sit out in my ice tent and just like, you know, when people are walking up the driveway, I just bring the window down and just be like, trick or treat and just hand out the ball. <laughs> <laughs> with, with a plume of smoke. I was going to say, with all my smoke coming billowing yeah. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for those of you who missed the uh, the post on Instagram, the, the Ice Tent of Love is back up and running for its second year of operation. This is now the second annual operating year. I want to point out, it's like 70 degrees right now. Okay, so here, yes, right now. But Right now. But, come on now, in all fairness. But... Nighttime smoking in this area has been cold. Lately. It has. But when we talked about doing tonight's episode, we were debating on where to go. I said, hey, I'm close to you. Let me just come over to your place. He said, oh, good. We can get in the ice tent. Now, by getting the ice tent, I think he means me sitting on his lap during the episode. And I'm not going to do that. There is plenty of room for the two of us in there. I'm sure there is. I have my gravity chair in there. I've got the little like metal table because I ended up buying another one because somebody took mine in his ex-wife's car and hasn't given it back to me yet. You could have gotten it a <sighs> multiple times and you keep forgetting. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, guys, I got to tell you. So we're on the phone the other day and he's bragging to me about how he's got the ice tent set up. He's got his brakes down so it won't blow away and everything. Oh, my God. And he got in that ice tent. Here's the problem. I had the big black table that I'm using right now to record on in oh, there. Oh, God. So he had, a, he had a full-size chair. card table in there and his ginormous gravity chair that wouldn't even fit in the back of Kristen's car. Now, here's the that thing. That I had to leave at Riverman after the Last event. year, I used a full-size card table and a folding lawn chair. Well, why don't you use that again? I don't have that chair anymore. And oh, so okay. um, I had to use To lose gra- it? Yeah, I lost it. Okay. Um, I had to use the gravity chair. And so the gravity <laughs> chair is significantly larger. Ginormous. And the problem is I couldn't get in and out of the chair. So he gets himself in there. He gets sit down. He's all proud of himself. Mm-hmm. And he's going to smoke his first cigar to break in the ice tent. Mm-hmm. We're on the phone. And he realizes he forgot his lighter and cutter. Lighter and cutter inside. And it was a good 25 minutes of just the struggle is real. I mean, I was him trying to get out of this ice tent. Oh, dude, I was cussing. I was doing everything. I mean, it was it was bad. You had to take your shoes off. I, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah. Had to take his shoes off to be able to get up to yeah. get out of the ice tent. It was bad. So I've decided. But after I was done with the newspaper last night, I 
took the black table out of the tent. I brought the little silver <laughs> side table into the tent. Yeah. That's when I set up my TV because I watched a little bit of TV and had some cigars after I finished the paper. And um, when I did that, oh, dude, the clouds parted. The angels sung. That was the way it was designed to be. Yeah. I mean, I had that gravity chair diagonal through the through the, through the the tent. And, I mean, my feet are right down there by the heater. And I had the little I'm kicking thing. myself. I mean, I'm telling you what. It's brilliant. Kicking myself that I didn't have some way to capture the audio of him stuck in the tent. Because it was the funniest fucking thing it, I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It, was, <laughs> it was bad. Grunting was really, and groaning and cussing. No, it was bad. It was phenomenal. I'm kind of surprised. Well, I know why my neighbor didn't call the uh, authorities. is because he wasn't home at the time. Yeah. Because it was early enough in the day. But Yeah. You know, they might have thought there was some sort of assault going on. It's possible. I'm sure. That, well, that tent had to have been rocking around because I mean, I was banging against the walls of it a couple times. But nice tents rocking. I mean, you know, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, no ladies in the ice tent. The anyway. ice tent of love. It's the ice tent of love. Oh God! But which, yeah, it which, was. Which, by the way, is my homage to MST3K, satellite of love. Okay, okay, that's where I get that. I get that. I get that. That's yeah. funny. See, there you go. You you were like, why is he calling it the ice tent of love? I just thought you were hoping to at some point have some love in the ice tent. Nope. And that's why I didn't want to sit on your lap. It's a satellite of love. It's, you know, and, you know, I make fun of I love mystery science theater. Dude, I love mystery science theater so much. So much. We used to have one of the movies at Family Video when I was a manager there. <laughs> and we would play that over and over. And it was... Just the fun, and people would walk in and they'd look up like, "What the hell is this?" It was great. Was it the actual movie or was it the MST3K? It was the uh, movie. Okay. Well, no, it was the it was I the movie the, with them because I have a DVD. Yeah, not with them, but I have the DVD of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Do you really? I do. That's awesome. So, like, we could totally MST3K our own version of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. They did that movie. They did. But I have the actual movie. Why? Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember really, if this is the one. I don't really one. know why. I think I found it really cheap somewhere. I don't I know like, if that's it. the one that was in the movie that we played over and over. I can't remember the movie that they were making fun of. Oh, there it, were a lot of them. I, I, mean, I remember the one. The Living were, Brain. I used to like it. You know what? It might have been The Living Brain. I used to love it. When they would make fun of the shorts, when they did the like school education videos. Oh, yeah. The like, you know, um, this is how milk is made or like, you know, the the what was it? The the driving instructional videos or you know, or like everything. from uh, dodgeball would they do the dodgeball video. Yes. Yeah. Or like the sex ed videos. Yeah. Dude, those were the best. Those were so good. <sighs> yep. You know what I just finished watching? What's that? Only murders in the building. Oh, I need to catch up. I've only seen the first three. Yeah, you need to catch up. It's yeah. really it's really good. I've started so okay. Very entertaining. I watched the first I, I need to clear circle back on something. I mentioned that I started Thanks, watching Jinsaki. the word or the show Succession. I watched the first episode of that. Yes. On HBO. I've since watched three more, so now I'm on Are you getting into it? I'm on episode I just finished episode four and I'm going into episode five. <sighs> I'm more into it now than I was. That still didn't sing like a sound like a ringing. Here's my problem. I'm gonna. I'm just. I, my problem is the characters. 
And are they shallow without depth? They are unlikable. They're all really they're rich and they're unlikable. It's the same problem I had with Shit's Creek. Okay, you're wrong on Shit's no. Creek, by the way. I watched the first two episodes of Shit's Creek. They were unlikable, mean spirited, like just I didn't like the characters, and so I, no. I I couldn't get into them, so I stopped. But you got to you got to circle back and on it's that. The same thing that I've got going on with Succession. You got to circle back on Shit's Creek. But the story it's... in Succession is at least keeping me engaged. Whereas Shit's Creek, it was like, oh, rich people living in a town, making fun of the Bumblefox. <laughs> you know. But that's not exactly what it is. But that's kind of what it came off across. I Just think. give it, give it a few more episodes. It's once you start watching it, it be it's kind of addicting. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. It's Addie. This is really messed up. My daughter Addie, eleven. It's her favorite show. She watches it over and over and over. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. So I've given, maybe I'll give it a chance at some point, but whatever. I don't know. It's. I'll put it on the list after Resident Alien. It's all, it's those. (laughs) You've got to watch that. It's, it's Eugene Levy and his son and his daughter's in it too. His daughter runs the cafe. Yeah, runs the cafe. And then uh, I can't remember Alexis. Is that the girl's name? She's hilarious in it. Moira, um, the lady from uh, Oh Mighty Wind. I can't think of her yeah. name. She she was the mom in uh, Beetlejuice. You can look it up. You got it right there. Yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> but anyway, it's really really good, and you, you've got to you've got to at least give it another shot. Whatever. You know who makes it? Who? Chris Elliott. Chris, Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott made it. <clears throat> I love Chris Elliott from when he was back on the Letterman show, and he would eat weird shit. Oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> they had the new I and improved Alpo. All, I just saved all of you the next 20, oh, no, I'm gonna, 20 minutes of Gator. You hit the highlights. I'm going to go into Elliott. detail now. Oh, okay. No, Chris Elliott's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. He was great. Absolutely great. In uh, uh, something about Mary, have his own sitcom there for a while. I don't. I honestly hate to admit this. I don't remember. It must not have been long lived. I disagree. I'm pretty sure Chris Elliott. Well, fine. I'll Google it. Okay. I knew you would. You son of a bitch. (laughs) You know. But Chris Elliott makes the show, and the the band of characters that play the town council. You really need to watch it because I think I think if you actually get into it, you'll get the humor they're going for. Um, it was called Get a Life. Get a Life with Chris Elliott. How do I not remember that? How many episodes? Let's look. Ran from September twenty third, nineteen ninety, to March eighth, nineteen ninety two. He was a thirty year old paper boy named Chris Peterson. Holy shit! I remember in an this apartment above his parents' garage. Yes, I remember this. Um, opening theme song was "Stand" by REM. How did I forget this? Two seasons, thirty five episodes, plus an unaired pilot. Hmm. So there you go. And what's it called again? Uh, Get a life. I'm gonna have to see if I can find that streaming somewhere. Because um. I think Chris Elliott's humor is absolutely outstanding. He's a master of his craft. Get a life. Um, he also played the brother, uh, the the brother-in-law on uh, uh, Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Well, it looks like you can buy the complete series on Amazon. 
uh, in a DVD box set for like 35 bucks, but it doesn't look like it's streaming anywhere. That sucks. You know why? Because nobody cares. He was good on. <laughs> he was good on. Everybody loves Raymond too. Okay. And just weird as hell, but he was good on there. Okay. Mmm. So, Padilla. Good cigar. I like it. It's not bad. I mean, you know, look, it's there's there's nothing about it that's like you've got a little burn issue, but mine's been impeccable the whole way. Nothing about it that's like blown my skirt up. Like, oh my god, this is like a yeah. noticeable thing. It's a good, solid Connecticut cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I, definitely more my wheelhouse. This is definitely a you cigar. So, yeah. like, you can get into the finer points of it. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, here you go. So, uh, you know what I think it's time for? You can't tease that up. I just did. That needs to just come naturally. Three cigars we smoked this week. That just needs to just drop naturally. We'll drop it. That's not how this works. Oh, shit. That's just not how this works. I mean, you can't just... You know you're going to do it now that I said it. Well, yeah, just because, but, you know, I mean, whatever. Guess what, motherfucker? Guess what, motherfucker? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I think it's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. I got myself tickled. Jeff likes to tease, you know, the uh, segments there because, you know, he he apparently has better things to do right now. Sit here and record. So fine. Whatever. Piss off. Anyway, are you ready, Jeff? I am. Indeed, actually. That's why I want to do it because I'm ready for it. Okay. Well, then why don't you uh, get going? Okay. So, you ready for my first cigar? Yes. Why don't you do... And I just said, are you ready? And I was like, well, why don't you get going? I mean, it's like... A La Roma. That would imply that I'm ready. Is it De Cuba? De Cuba? De Cuba. Okay. A La Roma De Cuba. The uh, Passion. Mm. Or Passion. It's P-A-S-I-O-N. Passion. 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 Good cigar. It was really, really a good cigar. Yeah. I think... I hate to say this. I don't remember what shop I picked it up in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which shop I picked it up in, but good stick. Okay. I was I, I really enjoyed it. Sat on the back deck, gorgeous day, sun shining, and just enjoyed it uh, immensely. Hmm. Well, that sounds delightful. So yeah, so my first cigar is uh, one that I actually picked up from Two Guys Cigar Smoke Shop in an order. Um, you know, shout out to Dave since, you know, he called and saved our show on Tuesday. He did. Um, <laughs> he truly did. And uh, could go for one of his phone calls now, actually. But um, <laughs> anyway, no, I smoked um, the, no, I can't say newest cigar from United Cigars because uh, they came out with a candy bar. But um, I smoked a cigar from United Cigars and it's the Abuelo, um, which is actually made by our friends at JRE Tobacco. Oh, yep. Good cigar. Really enjoyed it. I've had it twice now in the show pack. One time it was unbanded and it was a test cigar and they wanted to like, you know, let us try it and see what we thought and everything. Then they put it out again in the show pack as a banded, you know, here's the cigar kind of thing. Yeah. And I really liked it both times. So I went ahead and ordered myself a few. Well, good deal. Yeah. Good for you. So now I, on the other hand. Had a uh, Perla Del Mar. Oh, look at you. Our friend's down, I believe, at J.C. Newman. Am mm-hmm. I correct there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Good, good, good stick. It's one of my go-tos. 
It's one of probably the eight or nine that I have in my rotation. Nice. Well, the other night, um, I guess this would have been, well, this says four days ago, so that would have been what? Sunday? Saturday? Mm, probably Sunday. Sunday. Was it four days ago? What night was the Blues season opener? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Thanks. That helps a lot. Anyway, <laughs> um, I went over to Top Shooters. I took a break from sports after the Cardinals I lost. I went over to so. Top Shooters. They had the fire pit going. I sat out by the nice. fire pit. And I had myself a wonderful night having a Picardo Reserva Familiar um, Habano. Ooh, nice. Good cigar. Yeah, that is a good cigar. I do like the Picardo cigars. There you go. Yep. Now, you're going to have to help me out here. Oh, God. I had a timeless Sterling. Ferry Otego. Yes. Because I still want to say the other company, Mm -hmm. the previous company, but Ferry Otego. Um, I went over the other day to uh, Riverman yep. and had a little break there. I talked about it on the last show, and that was the cigar that I sat down and smoked, and it was really, really enjoyable. Mm. Good cigar. And, you know, I sat there and talked to Cindy for a while and a couple other patrons that were in the shop and had a nice time. Truth be told, had we not recorded tonight, that's where I'd be right now. Yeah. But we're recording. So we, here are. we are. We are. So I'll go to Riverman another day. Well, and you were being a whiny little bitch about coming over to the deck, so I stopped at your house. Only because I got to pack up all the equipment. I got to bring it over there, and then I got to pack it all up and bring it over here. It's Whereas one suitcase. If you just like bring it. It's literally a suitcase. It's stuff, Jeff. <laughs> it's stuff. Okay? And, you know, don't be a bitch. <laughs> anyway. So. All right, well... But those were my three for the week. And what's your last one? My last one is uh, one that I've been hitting a lot of lately, uh, mostly because I bought that box when I went down to Memphis to uh, see him, but um, I've been hitting the... I bet it's a Perdomo. It is a Perdomo. I've been hitting the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary uh, Champagne uh, quite a bit here lately, and I had another one of those just the other night. So... Well, there you go. I mean, everybody should know that cigar by now. Fantastic cigar. Creamy. Little nutty flavor to it, really smooth. Surprisingly high strength to it. Like you would think hmm. as a Connecticut that it would be a fairly mild cigar. That's a cigar that'll put a newbie on its ass if yeah. if they're not careful. And and it's a one that I surprisingly hear a lot of cigar smokers go, Oh yeah, new to cigars, you try champagne. It's like, no, no, don't, don't start don't there. Start at the champagne. No. You know, it's not one to start with. You don't want to run them off out of the gate. No, no. Uh, well, why don't we find out what our man Broccoli Rob's been smoking? I think that's a great idea. It's Final Third Friday with our man Broccoli Rob. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man Broccoli Rob. Happy Friday, parishioners. This is your man Brock coming to you from the Final Third Cigar Deck Lounge. Smoking the All Saint Cigars Dedication Miter for the Final Third Friday Cigar of the Week. The All Saints Dedication Miter is a medium strength and body cigar from Nicaragua, blended with a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. Appearance and construction are solid with a perfect torpedo triple cap, perfect for any cut you choose. I usually choose a V cut on torpedoes but went with the straight cut and it smoked great. The aroma on the pre-cut is a nice chocolate and sweet tobacco 
The cold draw has notes of hay and fig newtons with white pepper on the lips. Upon light, a perfect burn line emerged and stayed true with a slight wave about halfway through, but no correction was needed throughout the cigar. Getting into the flavor notes, the first third offers up notes of cedar, espresso, dark chocolate, leather, hay, and nut, with light pepper remaining on the palate and through the retrohale. The second third stays true to the blend with notes of leather, espresso, cedar, hay, and walnut, with black pepper and cedar lingering on the tongue and through the retrohale. Now getting into the final third, similar notes of espresso, cedar, dark chocolate, hay, and leather, with a mild pepper still on the tongue and through the retrohale. This cigar has a nice draw and smoke output throughout. The ash held on in thirds and was solid all the way through. This was a very nice medium strength cigar, one I will have in the new lounge in the coming months. In the end, I gave the All Saints Dedication Miter a final third cigar rating of 93. Total smoking time for me on this cigar was 95 minutes. If we haven't yet, I'd love to connect. If you're in the central Indiana area or just coming through this area, I'd love to meet you and smoke a cigar with you. Also, you can follow me on my journey as I open up the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana in the coming months. We are 5 minutes from Pendleton and Fortville and only 15 to 20 minutes from Fishers. I am looking forward to sharing some updates on the new building as we continue to plan and dream while we start construction on the remodel. You can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and also check out FinalThirdCigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar related content. Have a great weekend and remember to relax, smoke the cigars, drink the bourbon, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down at the Brock. Until next week, cheers. Well, cool, Brock. Appreciate the time and effort there, Broccoli. Uh, and I and I've been seeing on his Instagram and various other places the work over at the n- coming soon final third yeah. cigar lounge and uh, you know whiskey joint or gin joint whatever wait to go see it it's going to be a yeah. strip club I don't know but it's 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 fast progressing here you know we're, we're, you might what, have overpromised with the strippers what we need to do we need to start just like tacking on additional side things that yes. broccoli's going to have at this thing to where when people get there they're going to expect like this theme park of like adult male <laughs> debauchery and it's going to be this cigar shop with a bar <laughs> uh, sorry brock that was his idea not mine i think a party bus with stripper poles he could pull that off oh yeah you know you could rent that yeah be driving around Pendleton with uh, a bunch of strippers <laughs> and cigars. Have, like, woo! Have, like, the lights going and, <laughs> exactly. you know, a disco ball. Do, you know, get the, like, rave music. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and cats. I think it'd be good. I think Broccoli could pull that off. <laughs> I think that just screams Broccoli. Exactly. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. You know, get that kind of shit going on. You know? <laughs> Oh, and that's probably the last final third cigar review we get. (laughs) Whatever. You know Broccoli's laughing his ass off right now. Well, Jeff. We need to talk about some cigar news. I was going to say, the people asked. They did. They've asked for cigar news. I will bring you some cigar news. Okay. Cigar news time. And uh, I really need to work on some bumpers for everything. I've been busy. You could do, for cigar news, you could do like like the typewriter you know, and then the paper ripping out, and that, that's the lead-in for the cigar news. 
Okay. You like that? Like an old-timey newspaper, like newsprint thing? I'll see if I can I find like that. that. I bet that's available. I mean, I'll see. I yeah. can look. I don't I've know. got a typewriter. We could do it and then just rip it out of it. Okay. Record it. May have to. May have to. So, first bit of cigar news. Um, Oregon's second most populous county. Is Wa- that Washington? Would be Washington. <laughs> look at you acting like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Washington County. <laughs> Um, I called it. Apparently is heading towards a ban on flavored tobacco and vaping products. Um, their board of commissioners voted three to two in favor of advancing an ordinance that would ban the sale of the products. So the uh, the county is doing this in order to comply with statewide law because the Oregon legislature passed a law that would require statewide retail licensing for stores that sell tobacco. Uh, the statewide law is going to go into effect on January 1st of 2022. And so in addition to banning the sale of flavored tobacco and vaping, the ordinance would also ban the use of coupons to purchase tobacco and vaping products. I want to know where my coupon is for, for cigars, but, you know. Coupon. coupon. We need coupons. I don't get a coupon. Uh, it would also increase the minimum age to 21 years old. But which, that's, that ties in with the federal. That ties yeah. into the federal stuff. Exactly. So. No, wait, so does the Oregon law ban flavored tobacco products, or is that something the county's doing in addition? Um, I'm believing, it, the way I'm looking at this, uh, this is a report from Half Wheel. It looks like it is uh, probably going to be an addition to the state law that requires retail licensing for stores that sell tobacco. So it looks like the state is wanting tobacco And then the licenses. county went a step further. And the county went a step further and basically said, and we don't want flavored stuff or vape. Which is all well and good, except every adjoining county is going to have the stores pop up now. Exactly. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You're one county. Get over yourself. Well, it's one county with about 600,000 people and directly due west of Portland. Well, and it's, Portland. Like, it's like when Missouri used to have the blue laws mm-hmm. where you couldn't buy alcohol on Sunday and mm-hmm. stuff. Did you ever see more people than at the liquor stores in Columbia, Illinois, when that happened? I mean, they were just crowded. I mean, I don't know. I never paid attention. But, oh, yeah. Know. The uh, the Lottery Exchange was okay. a store that was in Columbia. And, well, it, I think at the time, um, some of the bigger lotteries you couldn't get into in Missouri. And then they had alcohol and they would sell it, you know, early or they'd sell it on Sunday where you couldn't get it at the time in Missouri. Those laws have since changed, but that used to drive people across the river like crazy. There you go. Well, guys, uh, as I said, we are recording this on Wednesday evening. And earlier today, our friend Oscar Valadares began shipping the new McFly Superfly. Hello, uh, McFly. I was going to say, it is definitely Back to the Future themed. If you look at it, the uh, packaging and the band and everything has a very 80s Back to the Future kind of feel to it. Blend-wise, the McFly is a Mexican wrapper over Honduran binder and fillers from Dominican, Honduras, and Nicaragua. Each cigar has a brushed foot on it. Interesting. So, yep. So, yeah. So, you got the... Be looking for the McFly in stores soon. From, and then, from our friends over at uh, OVC. Exactly. And then if you're a fan of the big ring gauge cigars. Not my wheelhouse, not but whatever. my wheelhouse either. But Cohiba is launching the Cohiba Blue 7x70. It is the sixth and largest cigar for the line. 
It uses Honduran Habano tobacco for both the wrapper and the binder, and the fillers come from Dominican, Honduran, uh, Yamastrán Valley, and Ometepe, Nicaragua. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah. So have you, you had a Cohiba Blue? Um, I think so. I'll say I have. I'm pretty I sure. I liked them. I don't think, you know, I'd go for the 7x70. I but. was going to say, I don't know if I'd go for the 7x70. However, I will say, it is a Cohiba 7x70. And you're looking at an MSRP of only fourteen ninety nine. That's actually not bad. For a Cohiba, that's not yeah. too bad. Now, I don't know what the Cohiba Blue normally runs. I mean, maybe that's like their value Cohiba. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, so no, you can get a, be getting the big fatty Cohiba Blue here really soon, I, I guess. I could use one of those to celebrate my win uh, on Robin Hood today. Oh, my God. I was wondering when you were going to bring up your goddamn okay. cryptocurrency. And bowl. again, I am not a professional. I'm not giving advice. I'm just telling you yeah, don't, my don't, journey. Don't listen to what Gators talk My about. journey with cryptocurrency. I've learned, by the way, how to make cryptocurrency skyrocket. <laughs> yeah, you sell it. I sell it, and it just goes nuts. And you know what? I need to pay attention to that, because every time you sell it, I ought to jump on it. You should, because, yeah, because yeah, it takes... It. Off, so yeah, my whole my whole strategy with this is buy it low, and if it dips, I buy more, you know, to cut my cost average down per share. And how much are you invested into all this? Oh, dude, that's just it. <laughs> it paid off today, so I've been watching it dance around. Really, what I thought was low for then why did the I last... buy you a cheeseburger for dinner tonight? It's true, it's true. The, the last two or three weeks, and today everything caught fire and took off. And my Litecoin skyrocketed, and I made I did some profit taking on Litecoin, mm. and I should have stayed in because it went up more after I sold it. I told you the same I thing. I told you to ride it until it was like bleeding. I thought it was. I thought it was coming down. <laughs> it was not. So I did the same thing last week with Ethereum and with Bitcoin. I sold those off, and they both just went to the moon. You know, I I made a few dollars on them. So disappointing you. And then it just took off. So disappointed. In you. So I'm still hanging in with my uh, Dogecoin. Okay. I got a lot of Dogecoin again. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. How do you end up with a lot of Dogecoin again? Because uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. Obviously. And that's the thing. Like today, I'm I'm watching. Like I had to pull the car over and just stop for a while because I'm watching Litecoin dance up and down. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to sell it. Oh, no, I can't. It went back down. Okay, I'm going to sell it. No, it went back down. Meanwhile, I'm Drove still down 30 cents. I'm still down 30 cents per share on Dogecoin. What's Doge at right now? 25. I'm My total return on Dogecoin is negative $108.30. Oh, my. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't make like, you do it. You should get it on Dogecoin. Me, 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 me. Yeah, right now I'm down $5.60 in Doge. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't even want to say what I've got invested because you'll have a fit. Oh, oh, I bet it's way more than you should. Let's put it that way. Oh, I guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I can't tell you because it'll be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, shit. You'll you'll have a field day. But I made out like a bandit on Litecoin today, so good times. All right, guys. So that means Pulpit Fest 2022 is covered by Gator. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that his, far. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know what my tax implications are on this. You're fucked. <laughs> I'm afraid of that. Yeah. 
You don't understand. You've been playing the market all year long, and you have no clue what's coming your way. No, because are they going to ding me per transaction, or is it? I have it, no idea. I don't I, either. I, I'm going to suspect you're going to get boned. Yeah, I'm scared. I to have death. this giant pit in my stomach that you're. I want to be a day trader. That's what I've decided. I just want to do that. Dude, that's a stressful life, man. Oh, that is you literally. Today. That is you literally strapped to the computer. And like watching like eight monitors at one time, trying to track everything, <sighs> while at the same time something wa- that'll like swordfish. Well, at the same time watching the news because as news breaks, it impacts the market. Yep. You know, and so you got to be like constantly watching for everything. Yep. You should watch Billions. You think so? Oh, dude, you'd love Billions. I thought you said they were unlikable. No, I like Billions. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. the characters. Okay. Oh, Billions was a good show. Okay. Billions has probably one of my favorite characters on TV, and it's Wags. Wags is that's uh, the, the best. that's the old boy from Breaking Bad. He was in Breaking Bad yeah. too, yeah. But but he was um, on he's on Billions. He was uh, Bobby Axelrod, the hedge fund manager guy's like number one guy. Yeah, and dude, he's the biggest deviant, and I, he's so funny. <laughs> I love him so much, and he says some of the funniest, Does most it, wretched shit. Does it rival <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street a little bit? Um, because apparently all those stock market guys were deviants. Mm, yeah, ish, ish. Um, but see, billions. You've got two things going on. You've got the crime story, in that you have Paul Giamatti as the U.S. attorney trying to take down the hedge fund guys. Yeah, but then you also have the 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 side, you know, the the flip of the coin. In that you have the hedge fund guys and their struggle to constantly be making money and staying ahead of the market and yeah. all the tricks and stuff they're doing to stay ahead of the market and everything like that. I mean, the Chicken Man episode is one of my favorite episodes. Oh my god, Williams. I used to love the Chicken Man. What? Chicken Man. Don't you remember Chicken Man? Bok, 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 bok. He was a crime-fighting superhero chicken. A super chicken. Oh, I messed that up. Yeah. Chicken, <laughs> chicken Man. In billions, at least. I don't know if this, Super is, chicken, re- I don't know right. if this is real or not. Yeah. When you go to trouble, no, 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 no. call for Super Chicken. Call <laughs> for Super Chicken. You know, evil needs a licking. You call for Super Chicken. You know? Yes. Yes. I know. I, I know the Super Chicken. Okay. If you don't say it out loud, <laughs> don't say it out loud. I'm going to show you what I've got invested in Doge right now. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> know if you want to do that. I can't read that little note. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one eight 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 bets off, man. <laughs> like no. No. I'm just waiting for it to go up to fifty cents. Oh my god. I'm going to be in tall cotton. Dude, it's at 25 cents right now. You have a long way to go to 50 cents. Yeah, buddy. but I'm I'm right at break even. All it's got to do is go up. It goes up a penny. I make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got 8 million freaking shares. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't see that coming, did you? Nope. Nope. That was a lot more than I expected. Um, I told you. Buy the dip, man. Dude. You've been buying a lot of the I've dip. I've been buying a lot of dips. A lot of dip. <laughs> and I'm not talking the French onion. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. That's that's not good. That's not good. Um, what was it's, I even it's talking not good. about? It's not good unless it goes up and then the it's real good. The chicken man. So the chicken man 
in this episode, he was the dude that would go around to all the chicken farms down in like Kentucky or okay. somewhere. I don't remember exactly what state. And it was his job to count the chickens and basically put together a report to the USDA saying, you know, what the chicken stock looks like. You know, it was like his annual chicken report, right? And by the way, I'm right. What? I'm right. Chicken Man, the radio series. We're talking about two different chickens, buddy. You were talking about a superhero chicken. Yeah, Chicken Man, the radio series. Chicken Man was an American radio series created by Dick Orkin that spoofs comic book heroes inspired by the mid-1960s Batman series. All right, then. And it was uh, created in 1966 on <laughs> Chicago radio station WCFL, and it was syndicated widely, notably on Armed Forces Radio during Vietnam. So, oh my God! Here, our, I'm gonna play a. Our I'm poor, gonna play a clip. Our poor troops are over there in Vietnam Here, having a listen. I'm gonna to play a clip. Ready? Really? I don't know if you can do that. I'm going to. Here, this is gonna sound like shit. Late in 1967. He walked into the office of the police commissioner of Midland City. Pardon me. Uh, yeah? Could you direct me to the office of the police commissioner? Uh, walk through that glass door. Thank you. Saw that coming. <laughs> he said his name was Chicken Man. My name is Chicken Man. And he announced that although he worked in a shoe store Monday through Friday, on weekends he'd be available to fight crime and or evil as the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. world has ever known. And fight he did, wreaking havoc upon criminals everywhere as he flapped his way high above city streets, sidewalks, and alleys. <laughs> All right, I'm afraid the flag is up for you, buddy. Huh? On your parking meter. It means you've parked overtime. And in 1969. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, we're, we're done with that. So I was right. It's Chicken Man. <laughs> well, anyway. Bok, 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 bok. But there's Super Chicken as there well. There is Super Chicken as well. Okay. We were both right. We were. We were. Um, Although I was more right. What was I talking about? Um, You're talking about Chicken Man on Billions. Yeah, so anyway, so like, they get the the hint that... The, Chicken Man is this fat, old, crusty dude who just makes up the numbers. He doesn't go and count anything. He just he calls <laughs> up he calls up the factories. Well, the factories just tell him a number, and he just takes their word on it. So right. It, so it's Creed on the office. So they know that the factories, for whatever reason, want to like create like demand for their chickens to keep the price high. So they know that they're going to tell um, Chicken Man that they got less chickens than they actually have. So they think, okay, buy into chickens, you know? Yeah. Well, when the freaking reports do, next thing you know, there's no report. And they're flipping out. And they're like, what's going on? What happened to Chicken Man? I'm going to stop. I'm not going to talk anymore. But what happened to Chicken Man and then what ends up happening after that, hilarious. I That was like one of my favorite episodes. On Billions. Yes. Okay. I'm going to have to start watching this. Dude. So good. <laughs> so good. Like <laughs> He's end, everywhere. He's everywhere. Like at the end with Bobby Axelrod and Wags and Dollar Bill. And Dollar Bill's the best. Um, They like, I'm telling you what, it was so funny. So funny. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into it because people might watch it. But, You're going to give it away, yeah. But seriously, it's a fun, it's a good show. I really liked Billions. Okay. Oh. How many seasons? Did you get any idea? Five. Five. Um, the first three 
at least re- they were. I don't know if they still are. It was a limited time deal. They were available on Paramount Plus, but it's a Showtime show. So if you, oh, okay. If, so if you got Showtime, you can watch it on there. Yeah. So fair enough. Anyway, so Jeff Padilla Hybrid, I enjoy it. It's a good cigar. I'm getting a little, um, a little more peppery taste now on the smoke, not just the uh, retrohale. It's building up a little bit in the uh, back half here. Yeah, I'm right at the halfway point, and uh, maybe a little past the halfway point. Yeah, I don't really get a whole lot on the smoking experience of it. It's a, really, it's a fairly do. light cigar. Um, hey, it's registering with me. Well, but that's your palate. That's so, true. You know, true. It would make sense. But yeah, it's a, it's a fairly light cigar. Mid cigar retro hell. You ready? Oh god, here we go. <coughs> Some yeah, pepper. The pepper has ramped up on the retro. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah, definitely. So, well, this uh, cigar came courtesy of the October My Monthly Cigars box. What is My Monthly Cigars, Nick? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. Will will you stop? Okay. Will you do the entire commercial in your nerd voice? I think that'd be the way to go this week. Ow. Ow. (laughs) Goddamn chair is breaking and I'm sinking into the floor. Seriously. I wish you guys could see I'm seriously this. having some big issues here. This is really <laughs> fucked up. So, my monthly cigars. It's a premium cigar subscription service. We can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. Come in a variety of sizes. The Robusto box. Three cigars for $30. Or the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. We get the El Presidente. <laughs> yes, we do. And uh, <laughs> you're struggling, now, aren't you? <laughs> These are for code pulpit. Both are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. <laughs> and yes, if you use offer code pulpit, how do you do that without a retainer in your mouth? If you use offer code pulpit, P U L P I T, gets you free shipping on the first box. Or 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store where you can get cigars and accessories and all sorts of other fun stuff. <laughs> this was a horrible idea. <laughs> it's mymonthlycigars.com. And don't forget fucking good coffee. Yes, there's fucking good coffee. Anyway, <laughs> no, you gotta like hold your tongue back slightly. You gotta like not let it get past certain points. Yeah, but I choke on it then. Well, you don't hold it back that far. <laughs> Swallowed my tongue. <laughs> Just gotta hold the tongue back. Get, to get a spoon and help me. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, speaking of fucking good coffee, um, so as we announced last episode, there was a little bit of a delay with the roasting process for the various pulpit blends just and everything like that. Just a small tad. Spoke with Nick just earlier tonight, prior to the recording of this episode, and um, he hopes or he will have these uh, coffee in hand. I believe he said at the end of this week. Yes. So the goal is that everyone will be getting their their coffee um, next week, and we will be starting the pulpit blend um, tastings tastings next week. So as as we smoke our cigars and have our coffee, you guys can drink along and smoke along with us. Precisely. So guys, be what you know for the for the various the cu- tasters, the cuppers out there, muggers, whatever. Um, be watching your mail. You should be getting the uh, the coffee here. In the next, uh, eh, I'd say week. Yeah, I'd say I'd say somewhere in the next week. Um, you know, from from now, which is Wednesday. So you know, you should be getting them sometime in the next week. 
And uh, then we'll be starting the uh, or by the Friday tenses. when this comes out in the next few days, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, first of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this. I'm a big, you know me. I'm a big coffee. You are guy. a big coffee guy, and I'm going to have to lean upon you for a lot of this okay. because, like, it's going to be one of those. What are you getting, coffee? You know, yeah. so like, uh, yeah. But see, I think you, not being a non-coffee drinker, mm-hmm. you may be able to pick up on some of the intricacies. Um, I th- I think you may have an advantage over people that are used to drinking coffee. Maybe. I don't know. I think it could go either way. Either way. Yep. Flip of a coin. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Okay. But I'm looking forward to that because that's, like I said, no, I, I, think I love, fun. love, love coffee. I think it's so I think this fun. is a great idea. Yep. It'll be a good time. There you go. Yeah. So, and Nick, um, as we uh, wrap up here, we're down into the final third of our cigars now. Getting closer, but not quite. I'm, I'm in the final third. Okay. So, how in well, the world? Because it's all about you, right? Well, of course. <laughs> you know me too well. Mm-hmm. See, that's just it. When you record at my place, I'm home, so I don't have to leave. I've got nowhere to be. Uh-huh. You here know. you're just like here, speed it up. Let's here I've there. already got the FJ running. I got the <laughs> got the heater on. I'm ready to go. It's not that cold out. No, it's nice out. It's actually, actually really nice out tonight. It's going to get cold this weekend. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's going to chill down. We haven't had a frost yet, by the, the way. Reason for the ice tent of love. Our normal frost date is uh, October fifteenth, and we're stretching it, has it right been now. Really warm yeah. for October. Yep. Yes. So we we should have a frost anytime soon. I'll be losing my tomato plants. They didn't produce real well this this year. I didn't get them strung up right though, so that's on me. Mm. But I need to put more time into the garden next year. I kind of let it go by the wayside a little bit this year. My kale's coming in strong. You can get out there naked enough? No, I didn't spend near enough naked time in the garden. I'll tell you what did work though. What's that? My kale is doing great, and the other thing I've got uh, French sorrel. I don't know. And. What that is. It's it's kind of like Doc. It's uh, you just have to. I don't know what that is. Okay, anyway, <laughs> is it lettuce? No, it's okay. So French sorrel <laughs> is it's kind of an arrow shaped leaf, but uh, it tastes like lemons. I think okay. I've had you taste it before when you've been over. You so may it's not a leafy that. plant. It's a leafy plant, okay. and it's really big and lush. And then my sage has done great, which I really need to get it cut before the frost because I want to make a whole bunch of smudge sticks. Because mm. you know me, I like to smudge. Yeah, because, yeah, you do. All over your <laughs> ex-wife's toilet and sink. God. Oh, my God. No, you burn the smudge. <laughs> you you burn, it, you, you know, you make your smudge stick out of the. I know, it stinks so bad. Oh, it doesn't. It I, I think it has so a pleasing bad. aroma. No, it's, you, it's very, it's a, it's an aroma that a hippie would appreciate. I so do. I I would see why you like it because like when you go into hemp shops or head shops or something like it's, that, yeah, it's the smell. It's the smell. Yeah. So yeah. So like no, I can totally see you digging the sage. But the thing about sage is, doesn't it, it also repel it, ghosts or evil spirits? Well, okay. So that's <laughs> that. That was some of the original thinking behind it with the Native Americans, and I I don't know if it does or doesn't, but why not? Let's give it a shot. What it does do, and this has actually been been proven, ward off the evil spirits of your ass. I'll say that. Much. <laughs> Dear God, you stink. So, <laughs> you're the one. You're the one that farted on the last show. I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. So, wasn't the last one? Was it the one before? The charcuterie one. They're all running together. That, yeah. It's been a oh, that's bit. right. Because you got the farticles on the kiwi. I did not get farticles so, on the kiwi. It, it, it was too close to you know anyway I, I wasn't about to eat that kiwi it okay. was exposed it, all right the plastic wasn't over it like the rest Moving of the food on. so what you do though is you burn the smudge stick 
and it's actually really good at killing bacteria in the air. And that's that's there's been some scientific proof behind that. So okay, so hence the reason it's good to do after you fart. Well, fart or <laughs> or just if you know if you've got a cold or flu in the house, it's good to do because it'll help get rid of that. The other thing that they say to do is actually cut a uh, onion in half and just leave it out on the counter overnight. And the onion is supposed to suck up the bad bacteria in the air too. Really, I don't know what the theory is behind that or why it does it, but I've know. seen that a lot of places. Interesting. I didn't know that. So uh, as folks want to learn more about this, they can reach out to us on the socials. How do they do that? We're available on Instagram <laughs> at the Cigar Pulpit, <laughs> as well as at Naked Gator. Any KKID Gator. Yeah, that's mine. We're also on Facebook. We have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. And uh, guys, I know Nick over there at Fockinga Coffee. For those of you who are going to be cuppers or muggers or tasters or whatever the hell term you want to use, um, he's going to be sending some tasting uh, note pages to go along with the coffee. Yes, and please fill you, those out. Yeah, I would say where you can fill out your notes and everything and everything, all that. And I know we're looking for those to get posted um, to the Pulpit Prisoners group page. So, you know, when you get your coffee and you're filling out those forms, just take a picture, shoot it up, and put it up on the Pulpit Prisoners group page. Good times. Good times. I like it. How do folks uh, give us a call? Well, we're also on Twitter, YouTube, and then we have the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. That was good and slow. I like it. (laughs) Thank you, Dave Garofalo. I got a tip about that. (laughs) Yeah. So, no. Got um, called out right in the middle of Ask the Boys. Right in the middle of everything. It's just like, you're going too fast. (laughs) And he's right. All right. You know. Hey, like, if Dave Garofalo says it, I'm buying into it. Hey, all I'm saying is, I may say the phone number too fast, but I can say subscribe. Subscribe. I, Not subscribe. Oh, so, subscribe. oh, okay. I'm making fun of the Boston I see accent. the Boston. 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 Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, your cousin from Boston. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Now, I want to say something. Oh, God. As we, as we wrap up here and finish up our cigar. Okay, okay. Did you see the thing about Facebook changing its name? Mm. Okay, I saw something. I saw a headline. Didn't read the article. What's going on with that? Apparently, they're wanting to change the name to Metaverse or something stupid. (laughs) Why the fuck would you do all of this branding and would you grow this company to where it's at? Mind you, I don't think it's good. Tainted now. Well, maybe that's it. But there's so much branding behind. I don't think people are going to embrace the new name, and I think they'll leave the platform. I really do. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, is Zuckerberg smarter than I am? I'm, he's richer, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And maybe he's onto something. Maybe they've done focus groups, test groups, and figured this out. But I think you're going to see a mass exodus from the platform. I don't know. I don't know why they would do it. He's wanting to go into some virtual reality. I, I think he's going to overthink it and mess it up. I could see that. Is what I think's coming. I could see that. I think he's already overthought it and messed it up. Well, I liked it better when it was a place where you can go and share happy pictures and find out what your relatives and friends were up to and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think then it became this platform for people to espouse all their, like, just bizarre opinions about everything. And political views. And political views. It became a place where businesses could, like, you know, blast all sorts of ads at me in any way. I mean, dude, come on. You and I were talking just the other day about, what was it? I wanted to say it was, it was vitamin C. I don't even remember how we got on the subject, but I was talking about how I was taking like a vitamin C supplement. And sure enough, I get a freaking Facebook ad 
for the exact brand yes. of vitamin C supplements that I take. And I didn't mention what kind or anything like that. They just, you know, sent it to me. Well, now, did you did you buy those online or did you buy them in a no, store? No, I bought them at Target. Okay, so there's a couple of ways this could go. And, and I'm serious about this. You could have a situation where you were geofenced at Target. Yeah. And they know what product you were standing in front of. Possibly. And you know the stores and the companies have that kind of technology. Oh, yeah. They do. Um, I can sell ads, okay? We we had a company that we briefly worked with at one of my newspapers, and it just got, it was so complicated that it was hard for my salespeople to wrap their head around it, and, and it cost too much money if we weren't yeah. using it right. But I, it, like, if someone went golfing at a golf course, yep. in theory, I could geofence every golf course in Southern Illinois. And then sell ads based on that to whatever golf course I wanted to. Yeah. And then anybody that walked on that golf course or got in in that geofence yep. would get an ad for the golf course that was buying ads from me. Yeah. And it's that kind of thing is going on all the time. Oh, the, dude. The first time I ever caught the phones listening yeah. was uh, the time you're, I think it was Wes that worked for you and okay. I yep. were discussing coffee. a barista. Yep. And we were talking about, you know, the possibility of opening up a coffee mm-hmm. shop, which I've talked about in conjunction with my newspaper several times. And when we were talking about that, we started talking about um, espresso machines. Yep. And I got in the car, looked at my phone before I left the parking lot, and I already had an ad for that. And I'm like, what the hell? That was the fir- And that was several years ago. Yeah. And it was the first time that it clicked with me. The phone's always listening. Yep. And it happens a lot. Yeah. So it could just time. be the fact that you were with your phone at Dude, whatever vitamin aisle you were in. I was talking to you about how I wanted to get down to Car- Carbondale to get some Quattros. That's right. And I got served a Quattros ad just the other day. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, granted, it's an ad that speaks to me. I want Quattros pizza. Yeah. But, but uh, anybody anybody that went know. to SIU knows about Quattros pizza. I personally am an Italian village guy. Savage. I like Italian village pies, man. Quattro's pizza is better anyway. I don't think so. No, it totally is. No. You just liked it because it was cheap beer and free cups. The cheap beer was only on Wednesdays. Yeah, but free cups. Free cups all day. You and were drinking out of one the other night at the uh, when right. we were recording. So right. That may have been what sparked us talking about it. That actually might have been it. That yep. might have been it. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, no. And, uh, yep. No. I don't know. I think, yeah, but back to my point. I think Zuckerberg's already overthought it. Yeah. I think if he would have kept it, a platform like that. But see, there's no monetization in that. There's no money in giving people yeah. a platform to connect with their friends and family. You can sell it to people as a platform to connect with friends and family, but you, you got to have something on the back end to make the money on it. Well, that's know, where he started getting crafty. You know what else? And then all of it came out, and now we know that we are the data. Oh, yeah. If, if you're not paying for it, you're, you're the commodity. You're the commodity, yeah. exactly. And that's what's going on with Facebook and a lot of the other, you know, social media platforms, whether it's YouTube or whatever. Oh, yeah. You're getting served ads based on either what you're buying, well, where you're YouTube's at. YouTube's even yeah. worse for, for us in terms of, like, as, as cigar, you know, whatever we are. I don't, I hate the influencer word. I will not call us influencer. Or cigar media. I would call us mediatainment. Okay. We will give a little information. Cigartainment. We will give a little information, but we do so in a 
more of an entertaining kind of value. We're not well to we're some. Not, we're not putting well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> to some. Not everybody we're, we're finds not, us amusing. We're not putting forth that we are like you know the Walter Cronkite of cigar media or anything like that. But, no, you know more the bozo the clown. But um, I was thinking Laurel and Hardy. Okay, you know that'll work too. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the skinny one. God damn it. I was just about to say I'm the thin one then. <laughs> anyway. But, um, but what I was going to say, though, is um, you and I, when we put up videos on YouTube, yeah, we don't get any cut of the advertising mm-hmm. revenue. Like, if there's, Not a dime. Any, if there's any ads that play whatsoever during our videos, we get nothing from it because we're promoting the evil use of tobacco. Yeah. You know, and all that. And so, but yeah, if I were to put up a video talking about you know my blackstone grill and how i made something on that yeah i mean i could actually reap some money off you've of got to get to a certain level of subscribers you before do. the monetization kicks in you do but nonetheless you know you and i can never get there no because so. of the product that we enjoy but yet they're going to the put, legal product that we enjoy. But yet they're going to put ads all over it, and they're going to make money off of our effort. Yep, true. And that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I agree. My thought is, if we can't make money on it, it should be ad free. Yes. 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 I concur. Yes. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Well, I'm down to the final third on my stick. And I too. I've actually enjoyed the cigar. I don't think you've had the experience I have. Look, with it, it hasn't been a bad cigar. It hasn't been. A, it hasn't blown my socks off. But realistically, going into it, this was not a cigar that was ever going to blow my socks off. It was not one that was probably going to it's be not in your wheelhouse. In my wheelhouse, yeah. no. I mean, and for me to find a Connecticut that's really good that like I'm really all about is kind of a rarity. Yeah. So when I do find one. The, um, but you've changed a little bit. The JFR Connecticut that you brought back from Kansas City, great cigar. Yep. The um, My Father Connecticut that Dan turned me on to, yep. great cigar. Um, the Perdomo Champagne Connecticut, great cigar. By and large, Connecticut doesn't do it for me. Yeah. But you've changed a little bit because you used to be more of a Rio Habano or a Maduro. You've switched. I was like full on bold ass Maduro and everything. Now I've you're, sat- you're moving I've away. Settled, I have settled right in the middle with the Sun Grown and the Habano and yep. that kind of area. Like I've gone, I started at the Connecticut end. I went to the opposite end. Now I've settled right in the middle. Yeah, and I'm perfectly happy right in the middle. So well, good. Yeah, you found you found your spot. I found your my niche. spot. I explored around. I found my spot. <laughs> found the sweet spot. <laughs> like searching for the bean. Dear God. <laughs> Once you find it, you know you're there. Doesn't take that long. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Off to find the elusive clitoris. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What movie is that from? I'm a rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Name the movie. I don't know. Freaking Sarah Marshall. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know. It was the the dorky guy from uh, Third Rock. Oh, um, the the belt, the doorman or bellman, or yeah, I guess maybe that's no, no, not third third rock from the sun, thirty rock. Oh, oh, thirty rock. Sorry, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like uh, French Stewart. Thirty <laughs> Rock was a good show, though. You know, that's a show that I watched four episodes of on Netflix. Liz Lemon also had a hard time getting into that show. You got to give that one a little time. It's it's very cerebral. Yeah, Tina Fey is. Very, very creative. I, I she had a did little, a good job I had with a that show. a difficult time getting into yeah. that one, too. Once you get into it, and I'll be honest, uh, Baldwin. 
Alec Baldwin is great in that. Yeah. And I don't really find him that amusing. No, he's. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. after Beetlejuice, he kind of went downhill, but although he's good in Glenn Gary, Glenn, oh God, say it. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. He's very good in that, but <laughs> it's a whole different character. Say it. Say it. Anyway. Use your words. Last retro hail. Okay, let's do it. Okay. I'm down to the little final third here. Figure might as well. I was about to toss it, but I'm like, yeah, I'll go ahead and do a retro hail. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that ramped. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, that ramped up. <coughs> Definitely ramped. Yeah, that ramped. Oh, yeah. That went up a notch. All right. Well, I like it. That cigar is dead to me. I'm happy with it. Yeah. One of these days you're going to toss and the yard's going to be dry and you're just going to set your old yard on fire. I I make sure. I mean, I don't like, you know, casually toss. I've worried about it before. Yeah. Like I've tossed them in the, because I've got some dead grass and stuff, you know, around the fire pit and whatnot. And I've actually tossed it out there and then thought, oh, that could catch something. So I go out and pee on it. It doesn't burn that long though. When it's when the cigar is that short, yeah, it goes out relatively quickly. True. So, but just to be safe. Well, I get that. Just hang on to it for a you know minute or two before you toss it. It's like a campfire. You you just, you know you wet it, you stir it, you wet it again. I get that. This is where we put the little public safety announcement in from Smokey DeBear. The more you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Smoke. When did they take out the that? Now it's just Smokey Bear. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when they did that. Did the, did it always? Is this going to be one of these goddamn? I, uh, I think it's a uh, Mandela uh, effect. Mandela effect yeah. thing where you're remembering a the and there never was a the. Well, okay, so I think there was a song okay. that went along and they played in the commercials. You might remember. No. Okay. Well, there was a song and in there it was Smokey the Bear, but I think his actual name is just been Smokey Bear. Okay. But everyone calls him Smokey the Bear because of the song. I think it's really shitty that he was named after the thing that claimed his mother's life. Yeah, it is kind of jacked up. It's if like you think your about mom it. died in a forest, but that's fire. why he's so. So in- let's call you Smokey. That's why he's inspired <laughs> to save all the other bears. I get that. And woodland creatures. I get that. Yeah, you know the rabbits and, and his little hat, squirrels, his pants, armadillos. I don't think he's wearing a shirt. Is he not? I don't think. I so. I think you're thinking of Yogi Bear. Look him up. <laughs> it's too much work. God damn it. I don't <laughs> think he's wearing a shirt. I think he's just wearing a hat and pants. I know Yogi doesn't wear pants. Well, no. Yogi doesn't wear pants. Yogi wear. And what's with Donald Duck strutting around pantsless? Didn't Yogi just wear like... Yeah, see? Look. He's got pants on. No shirt. Okay. That's what I said. He's well, look at he... Yogi. Yogi's got his shirt then. Because I think Yogi wears a shirt and no pants. And the, and the jeans. I could be wrong. But like, you know... Well, it's because he's all rugged and out there fighting fires. Yogi Bear is wearing a hat and a tie. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's naked. <laughs> he's straight up naked. He's got a tie and a collar, and otherwise he is straight up naked. Um, where's Boo Boo? I think Boo Boo was wearing the... Hey, Boo Boo. Uh, Boo Boo wearing the... Is anyone uh, still listening? <laughs> shit, Boo Boo's just wearing a bow tie. I thought he was wearing a vest. Yep, Boo Boo's only got a bow tie. Hey, you know, at least they're wearing a tie. Well, I mean, they're killing. They're keeping set, it classy. Set and prepared to go to. <laughs> hey, they wouldn't have been turned away for water. That's true. Back you to the, you back got a reference back to, to that <laughs> joke. <laughs> hey, we'll have that coming up on Friday's show. This is more, Friday's show. Oh shit! Tuesday, more dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording so early. I know. Oh god. <laughs>
Anyway. Well, guys, thanks for listening. We I, really appreciate it. We have a milestone we're coming up here we in, are. in a couple of months. We are. And we'll we'll make some hay out of that and really tell you all about it when it happens. We're rapidly it's coming approaching up, it. Coming up close. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and it's all because of you guys listening. And, and for, for whatever reason you listen, to be entertained, to get pissed off, whatever it is, we appreciate it. And somehow you guys keep telling people about us, too. And thank you. Because, like, the number. I mean, yeah, we're thrilled. You know, keep doing it. You know, we took a bit of a dip during COVID, but we spiked back up last year in what, October, November, and we've had that same spike again. So it's, it's really nice and we appreciate you, uh, you know, spreading the word. COVID kind of dipped, but, but I think it happened to everybody from other people that we talked to in the industry. True. Yeah. I guess. Well, people weren't driving to work. Exactly. And I think that's when a lot of people listen, you know, is on their commute. In the car. Yep. Yep. It's true. Well, good deal. Well, guys, right. seriously, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you if you hate us, tell us. If you love us, tell everybody else. There you go. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Not Smokey Bear. <laughs> no. No, not like no. that. No. No. His mom died. Yeah, I know.